This is episode 570 of the AWS podcast, released on February 5th, 2023. G'day, Simon here asking for a favor. We love to get your feedback and we really want to find out how we can make the podcast even better for all of our regular listeners. So take a moment and fill out the very short survey from the link in the show notes. Really appreciate it. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Lesher here with you. Great to have you back. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Horn Wen Longren. G'day, Horn. How are you doing? Better than ever. How are you? I am good. Now, we are going to experiment because experimenting and inventing and simplifying is important here at Amazon. And what we're going to do is adjust the style of our update shows. So Horn and I and the team, we sat back at the end of the year and said, you know, these update shows, they're great. They're useful. People like them. Some people fall asleep to them though. Um, And they are quite long and taxing to both take in, (laughs) but also to sort of make sense of. And so we're going to experiment with a slightly different format. We're still going to go through all the topics we go through. All the links will be available in the show notes, but we'll only dive deep into one particular topic area or one particular update per topic, I should say. And then we'll just read the headline, just the headline of all the other things. So you know what's been happening. And if you want to dive more deeply, you can yourself. So we'll give it a try and it'd be great to get your feedback on that. So Horn, we're going to try something uh, exciting and different, aren't we? (laughs) Or it's what we do. For what we do. So our first topic is infrastructure. This will be a headline only. We're happy to announce the general availability of AWS local zones in both Perth and Santiago. So these are now available for everyone. In the topic of analytics, AWS Clean Rooms is now available in preview. Now, this is a new analytics service that helps customers collaborate with their partners to more easily and securely analyze their collective data sets without sharing or revealing underlying raw data. So instead of spending weeks or months developing this type of solution, you can just get it up and running in minutes, collaborate with any other company on the AWS cloud to generate unique insights about things like advertising campaigns, investment decisions, and research and development. This is kind of a a big deal because in company world, (laughs) company land, sharing information can be fraught because if it's very sensitive information or commercial and confidence information, perhaps you're doing a merger or an acquisition, et cetera, there's a lot of restrictions around how you share data. And, and Hon, I think this is a really good opportunity for organizations to do it more cheaply and easily than the the um, complexity of the past. Absolutely. I have plenty of customers that are asking for this, especially around advertising campaign and trying to achieve that third-party data to look at customer journey, for example. And they need to protect it, but they want to be able to share and gain some insights on user behavior for like marketing and et cetera. And same for investment decisions on some of the fintech uh, customers that I have, trying to gain more insights on some of the financial trends, you know, credit risk and fraud, and also R&D on what we're seeing in like, for example, like we research and analysis breakthrough with pharmaceutical and healthcare. So this is a really mm-hmm. great clean room a way where you can secure it and, you know, and provide restrictions to it, but you can have multiple parties experimenting on it. So it's all about experimentation. Yeah, pretty cool. Some other headlines in this topic. Amazon EMR Serverless introduces account-level vCPU-based service quota. Amazon EMR on Elastic Compute Cloud clusters now launch up to 30% faster in private subnets with Amazon EMR. Amazon OpenSearch service announces enhanced dry run for configuration changes. 
Onto the topic of business applications, one headline here, Amazon Chime SDK now supports 250 webcam video streams. Now onto the topic of compute. Validate AWS serverless application model SAM templates with CloudFormation Lintner to speed up development. The CFN Lint tool validates your SAM JSON YAML template against CloudFormation-based rules and return diagnostic error messages. With this launch, you can use an optional parameters Lint in SAM validate command to run CFN Lint validation on your SAM JSON templates. You can use the dash dash lint to validate the confirmation-based rules. These rules check for template attributes such as template size, template description limits, FN get parameters, and FN if syntax structure, and others. Now, I find this is very interesting because then what happens is you can validate your command and make sure that it runs without having to just run it uh, at runtime to see things break. So this is a really yeah. great proactive way to uh, make Linting, it right. Lint, linting is such an important part of code development because it, yeah, it gets rid of all the boneheaded mistakes we all make when we're typing stuff in And I've uh, made beforehand. plenty of bonehead mistakes. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Don't, don't move without linting. <laughs> Absolutely, especially with the YAML templates if you don't have the right syntax or oh, format man. or if you forget yep. the if. I can't tell you how many times I've broken that. But uh, it's really cool for uh, a feature here to help speed up your application development. Now on to a deep dive uh, topic of AWS Nitro Enclave announces support for multiple enclaves. AWS Nitro Enclaves now supports the ability to create more than one enclave per EC2 instance. AWS Nitro Enclave is an Amazon EC2 capability that enables customers to create isolated compute environments to further protect and secure, securely process highly sensitive data such as personal identifiable information, PII, healthcare, financial and intellectual property data within EC2 instances. Now, this is really interesting because this helps with your compliance and PCI and PHI control because it helps you basically uh, leverage the Enclave you know, uh, isolation so that you can do fuzzy searches on PII or look through and search for health records. So a lot of the uh, FinServe and healthcare customers that I have are interested in this capability. And one of the, I think the other really interesting aspects too is it, it solves that problem of how do I have an administrator administer a machine but not have access to the information in the machine? And when you're talking about PII, that's one of the challenges of that. So this allows the administrator, for example, to be running the EC2 instance, but the enclave doesn't allow the user who can manage the instance access the data in the enclave. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. And what that means is that if you were able to get into the EC2 host, you cannot get into the Nitro Enclave because you have to go through it via VSOC, which is a local communication channel between the parent instance and its enclave. So even if you were logged into EC2, you can't get into the Nitro Enclave without bypassing that. Exactly. And uh, other high-level topics, uh, Amazon ECS announces the new default console experience. Amazon EC2 auto-scaling now gives recommendations about activating predictive scaling policies. And also EC2 network performance metric adds supports for contract utilization metrics. And also EC2 image builder can now include AWS Marketplace subscription in your custom Amazon machine images AMIs. AWS Lambda now supports maximum concurrency for Amazon SQS as an event source. Onto the topic of cost management, AWS announces changes to AWS billing, cost management, and account consoles permissions to make life a little bit easier and faster. 
On the topic of customer engagement, we're happy to announce Amazon Pinpoint Singapore sender ID registration workflow specific to that particular region. And on the topic of databases, Amazon RDS Optimized Reads is now available for up to two times faster queries on Amazon RDS for MariaDB. This is pretty cool because optimized read-enabled instances achieve faster query processing by placing temporary tables generated by the MariaDB server on the NVMe SSD-based block-level instance storage that's physically connected to the host server. Complex queries that utilize temporary tables, such as queries involving sorts, hash aggregations, high-load joins, and common table expressions can now execute up to two times faster with this capability. So really, you're taking advantage of that super-fast storage on board, but you're not having to worry about the reliability, loading it, and all the other fiddling around. Some other database highlights. Amazon RDS for MariaDB now supports enforcing SSL and TLS connections. Amazon RDS now supports new SSL and TLS certificates and certificate controls. Amazon RDS now supports restoring database snapshots from multi-AZ with two readable standbys. And Amazon Elasticash now supports Memcached 1.6.17. Now onto the topic of developer tools. Amazon Coretto, January 2023 quarterly updates. On January 17th, 2023, Amazon announced quarterly security and critical updates for Amazon Coretto long-term support LTS version for OpenJDK. Coretto 19.0.2, 17.0.6, and so on are now available for download. Amazon Coretto is a no-cost, multi-platform, production-ready distribution of OpenJDK, which is super useful when you are launching, for example, your EC2 AMIs for Linux. That comes into our default where you can now just uh, do a yum install, or actually it's part of it, and you can rock and roll with all things with OpenJDK and with these new security updates and critical uh, updates for the LTS, it's very, very useful for the Java developers out there. And last on this topic, AWS Vault Injection Simulator announces increased quota for target resources. Moving on to the topic of machine learning, and Amazon Kendra, which is an intelligent search service powered by machine learning, has had a number of updates in terms of its connectors, so the information that it can access. It has now released a Microsoft Yammer connector, a Microsoft Exchange connector, the Microsoft Teams connector, and the new Google Drive connector. So I can now access all of that information as part of the search experience. It really is something that makes searching a lot easier and faster to find information. Uh, Horn, you and I use it ourselves every day you know, on our internal search sites, and it's uh, certainly a more pleasant experience than a raft of who knows what links you often get with the older style of searches. Especially with all those wikis out there. Mm-hmm, very true. And Amazon Kendra has also released the S3 connector with VPC support, so you can now index and search content from S3. And this is really important because you'll have a lot of data sources in a lot of places, and S3 is one of those ones that you often find. You can now use the Kendra S3 connector to crawl the S3 buckets in a secure environment, such as your own VPC, to index documents and search for information using that Kendra intelligence search. Some other headlines in this domain, Amazon SageMaker Canvas has announced up to three times faster ML model training time. Amazon Personalize has launched a new recipe trending now. Amazon Personalize now supports tag-based resource authorization. And onto the topic of management and governance, Amazon CloudWatch launches cross-account metric streams. Amazon CloudWatch also announces enhanced error visibility for embedded metrics format, EMF. It's unbelievable. (laughs) That's an old school reference there. I love it. 
I can't help it. It's right there. Uh, AWS System Manager announces patch policies enabling cross-accounts and cross-region patching. AWS App Config allows tracking of stale feature flags, improving cloud hygiene. AWS Config supports 22 new resource types. And on to uh, confirmation, AWS confirmation enhances FN fine in map language extension to support default values and additional intrinsic functions. Announcing SKU pricing rules for AWS billing conductor. And on to the last thing with this topic, AWS resource group now emits lifecycle events. On to the topic of networking and content delivery. And we're pleased to announce the general availability of Amazon Route 53 application recovery controller zonal shift. Now, this allows you to quickly recover from application failures in a particular AZ. You can now shift application traffic away from using an AZ with a single action for multi-AZ resources with support of application load balancer and the network load balancer. Now, this will help you quickly recover an unhealthy application in an AZ reduce the duration and severity of impact to the application due to events such as power outages or hardware or software failures. So to initiate the zonal shift, you just go to the Route 53 application recovery controller console and start it from a load balancer in your account in a particular region. You can also, of course, use the SDK to do it and programmatically move application traffic out of an AZ and importantly, move it back once the affected AZ is healthy. Now, zonal shift is available for application load balancers and network load balancers with cross-zone load balancing turned off. This is a pretty cool capability, Hon, and I know you've been looking at this for a while. Yes, absolutely, especially with reliability and resiliency and top of mind with uh, customers out there to enable business continuity, for sure. So this definitely helps with that. Super important. Another announcement in this topic, Amazon CloudFront now supports the request header order and header count headers. And on to the topic of security, identity, and compliance. AWS Network Firewall announces IPv6 support. Finally. Awesome. Really excited about that one. Amazon Detective adds new AWS managed IAM policies to improve secure access for security analysts. And onto the topic of storage. Amazon S3 File Gateway has increased its maximum file shares per gateway from 10 to 50. So that's a lot more shares. And Amazon S3 File Gateway now supports DOS attributes. So this involves capturing, retaining, and enforcing DOS attributes listed in file metadata. Now, previously, files copied to the gateway were copied without this common metadata, which is archive, hidden, read-only, and system. Support for DOS attributes is intended for users who want to hide files or folders, enforce read-only access at the file or folder level, or mark files as archived once moved to Amazon S3. Now, this is really useful for compatibility and for retaining the status of information, et cetera. But I like talking about it because I love that we are still talking about DOS and it's 2023. And I remember setting those bits myself. I remember doing a backup and setting the archive bit and look how far we've come on. Absolutely. And you <laughs> just, just put, a, like, put a metadata on that to be intact for, especially with compliance purposes and consistency. It's <laughs> magical. It is. And finally, Amazon EFS supports 1,000 access points per file system. This is up from 120, so that's a significant number of access point increases. So there you have it. We've taken you through this update episode in, from what I can tell, is less than 15 minutes, Horn. So I think it'd be great to get feedback from folks as to whether it's too short, too much, like how how it's all working. We We're very open to feedback and to tweaking, but certainly this is a different experience to the one hour 
uh, absorb fest that we've had in the past, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's uh, very uh, consumable instead of the fire hose, but love to get your feedback. Exactly. We're happy to tune as we go. Um, Horn, how do people give you that feedback? Where do they reach out to you? You can reach out to me, uh, my Twitter handle at Solo underscore one. That's H-A-W-N-S-O-L-O underscore one. And of course, if you're old school like me, Adibus podcast at amazon.com is the place to do it. And until next time, keep on building.